I used to drive all over town for low prices, but now I let Walmart's incredible new Savings Catcher do the work for me. I just enter my Walmart receipt online and Savings Catcher does the rest. It compares the prices I paid for items at Walmart with advertised prices from other top stores in my area. And if Savings Catcher finds a lower advertised price, Walmart gives me the difference on an e-gift card. Now that's my kind of work. Introducing Savings Catcher from Walmart. Go to walmart.com slash savings catcher for details. Eligible items only. Restrictions apply.
All right, welcome back to Heavy Metal Mayhem's Metal Matinee, or maybe we should call it the Hardcore Matinee today, because we're going coast to coast, covering all the great hardcore bands from New York to California and everything in between, and I think we start out right here in my home state of New York, and you know, it's hard to choose bands from New York, because you know, every place will tell you they had the best hardcore scene back in the day, but New York really did. I mean, we were the pinnacle of hardcore. So I figured I'd give you some Crow Mags there with Malfunction to start things off with. And we'll get on one more New York hardcore band. It, it, it could easily turn into a New York hardcore show in two seconds because we have such an amazing scene. But I did do two previous hardcore matinees uh, where I featured pretty much all New York bands. So we could always go back there. So today I think I'd give you, like, you know, the Godfathers, you know, the granddaddy of New York hardcore. And that would be the Crow Mags. And next up, Agnostic Front. Like I said, we had such an amazing scene in the mid-80s, and I'm, I'm so happy that my band Spoolbone was a part of that for a good five years, and we had a blast playing with most of the bands that we're playing on today's show. And I guess you can't relive the past, you know, but sometimes you try to in memory form, and this is the way I'm doing it. So next up, Agnostic Front with Time. That'll wrap up the New York uh, Brigade of Hardcore. Then we're going to move over to New Jersey, get a little Connecticut in there. The whole tri-state area was just a hotbed for it back then. So here you go, Agnostic Front with time.
started out with the New Jersey troupe right there, Crucial Youth with Those Who Curse. We followed up with Adrenaline Overdose, AOD with Yuppie. And a funny story, I probably told it before. Uh, we opened up the AOD, uh, I want to say it was 87, maybe 88, in, uh, in Baltimore. It was a place called the Channel One Club. I think it was previously called uh, Club X or something before that. And it was a cold freaking day out. And we piled into a van and we drove there. And we got to the club. There was no heat in there. There was a big hole over the ceiling of the stage. And it was snowing on us the whole the whole show. We were getting belted and electrocuted every time you touched the microphone. Because everything was soaking wet from the snow. It was so cold. I wanted to go out to the van to warm up. And I wasn't paying attention. I stuck the wrong key in the ignition. And I got it jammed in there. We couldn't get the key out. I went to go get somebody in the club to go help me, somebody from the band, and when I left, I locked the door in the van. <laughs> so not only was the wrong key stuck in the ignition of a rented van we had, but I also locked the keys in the car. It was hysterical. I mean, it took about 45 minutes from the Friday door open so we get in there. They were so happy. I didn't want to disappoint the guys and tell them, oh, by the way, I also got the key stuck in the ignition. <laughs> but some, uh, some big fan, he uh, went and swallowed a bottle of WD-40 and kept spitting it into the ignition key with a coffee strip until he managed to get the key out. So I want to thank that guy very much because if it wasn't for him, we would have never got home that day. And it would have cost a small fortune to the rental company on that van. Hey, you know what? He got a free admission to the club tonight. We saved him a whole $3. There you go. All right, let me see what we can do for you right now. How about we head over to Connecticut, another place we used to love playing. Did a couple of shows at the Brick and Wood and some other place whose name just is not coming to me right now. But uh, here is Wide Awake with two views.
find much importance in. Because of these things, whether they're whether they're fucking or whether they're playing golf. Because of that, I feel. All right, representing our capital. That was minor threat without a step out of DC. Before that, the bad brains giving us band in DC. And even though the bad brains, bad brains relocated to New York years later, they were originally from DC, so we kind of included them into that category over there. And before that, it was Fast Break doing a Murphy's Law by writing a song about themselves called Fast Break. Like I said, right before that, we gave you Wide Awake from Connecticut over there. And there were a lot of great scenes for hardcore back in the 80s. I mean, the New York scene, you know, with New Jersey and Connecticut included because we were all in the tri-state area. You also had an amazing scene in Boston, D.C., Texas, Detroit. Philly had a little scene going back then. So we're going to try to get on as much as we can. The problem is, is in an hour show and trying to do a hardcore show where most bands have songs no longer than 60 seconds you're looking at 50 to 60 bands so it's a lot of music to upload it's a lot of music to get on and play and try to keep track of so forgive me if i get lost here and we're not kind of going uh state to state across we're just going to pick and choose some of the places plus you know i kind of have to have the records by these bands to play them all right so how about we go up to boston right now the ptl club i want to die
Boston giving us alcohol. We opened up for those guys at the Brickenwood in Connecticut, I think in 87 or 88. Uh, that was a great show, good band. There was another club in Connecticut that was pretty big back in the day. I just can't remember the name of this. If anybody does recall the name of that other club that featured a lot of hardcore metal acts, let me know. It's just, uh, it's just slipping by me right now. I can't, uh, I can't think of the name. And right before that, SSD Control with Boiling Point. And uh, Boston was a place that I never really went to uh, to see shows back in the day. I wish I did because there were so many other great bands that came out of there. But we're, going, we're just giving you a few here and there because we're trying to get to as many of the states as humanly possible. But right now, let's head down the corridor of I-95 to North Carolina. You know, there was a time when COC, Corrosion Conformant, is actually considered a real hardcore band <laughs> back in the early days of that first record. So I'm going to give you animosity right now only because... Most of these songs are 30 seconds long, and this one's four minutes, so it'll give me a chance to get some more music ready for you to play. There you go.
racist? Absolutely. Offensive? No doubt about it. Good, catchy, hardcore song? Absolutely. That was the pride of St. Louis, Missouri. That was White Pride with Illegal Alien. And right before that, we gave you Powerhouse with The Race to Hate, a band out of Florida, Miami, Florida, no less, from back in the 80s. Not exactly a hotbed of uh, hardcore, but uh, that's where the guys were from. And before that, Corrosion of Conformity with Animosity. I know it was an instrumental, but I needed something a little longer to give me a few minutes to uh, upload some uh, new tunes again on after we were done with this set right now. All right, well, let's head over to Arizona. They had a pretty hot scene back in the day, quite a few bands going on, and uh, here's Jody Foster's Army. Don't it, 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 don't it
someday when the team's up against it. Brakes are beating the boys. Ask them to go in there with all they've got. Win just one for the Kipper. I don't know where I'll be then. But I'll know about it. I'll be happy.
guess everything is bigger and better in Texas. That was verbal abuse with I don't need it anymore, and right before that was MDC. Uh, the, band, the band was really known for being out in California and San Francisco uh, back in most days. They did get their start in Texas uh, in the very beginning, and that was Bye Bye Ronnie. And right before that, I know I gave you something else from there. It was Stark Raven Mad uh, with The Rapist. Great band. I dug up the album out of my collection. I was lucky enough to find a site that actually had the downloads of it, so I, I bought that the other day because I couldn't transfer the record in time. And uh, in between there, we had DRI with Manifest Destiny, all representing Texas and Arizona. Well, we got about 10 minutes left in the show and a couple of more tunes to get off everybody. So how about we head up to Detroit, Michigan? One of my all-time favorite bands was uh, Negative Approach, and I know they played not, I want to say it was last year, maybe the year before that, they played in Brooklyn at the St. Vitus Bar, and I knew nothing about it, so uh, I would have loved to have been there for that show. Hopefully, they'll make their way back down this way again, and uh, I'll be able to catch them live. Here you go. Evacuate.
I've been laying up here paying for your sins for 2,000 years. getting tired of paying for our sins. That was Poison Idea with getting the fear out of Portland, Oregon. And I believe the NVC, I mean, they're still together today. I don't know who's in the band, actually, but uh, I believe they relocated to Portland, Oregon, and they're playing up that way. Uh, so you can check that out. And uh, right before that, we had uh, Seven Seconds out of Nevada, Reno to be exact, with Young Till I Die, and uh, Mike Call and Ron, that's two-fifths, actually, of uh, the Little Cheeses who recorded the new theme song, which I can't thank those guys enough for. They just saw Seven Seconds last week here in New York, and they said it was a great show. looked like they had a really good time also. All right, well, we're down to the last three minutes. I wanted to get on at least two bands from California, but it looks like I'm only going to have time for one. We'll have to make that suicidal tendencies. But if you want to hear more California hardcore, check out a matinee I did a year ago called Cali Core. And there's also the two uh, New York uh, hardcore matinees that are up there, the New York Hardcore one and the Sunday matinee at CBGB's. You always go back into the archives to check them out. I want to remind everybody, this Sunday night, we're going really old school for everybody. 
New Wave of British Heavy Metal Band Troyan, Jeff Badley, and Nick Mannion will be our guest, as well as Mark Marry from Sneak Attack, who dug up that great 80s heavy metal band. We'll be getting on some ultrasonic metal with Mark this Sunday night, so don't forget to check it out. But like I said, it's only time for one more tune, so how about we do Suicidal Tendencies with Two-Sided Politics. I want to thank everybody for listening today. There wasn't a lot of talking because there was a lot of music to get on, so I hope you enjoyed this little trip across the country. We went coast-to-coast hardcore. Let's wrap it up right now. Suicidal, Two-Sided Politics. Radio.com and heavy metal mayhem.